and welcome to the Peaceful Pastures podcast, finding peace in the pastures, spending 10 minutes each day with your shepherd. I am Pastor Daniel Lewig, and this podcast is brought to you by Christ Countryside Ministries, the regional ministries of St. John's Hill Point, Trinity Lime Ridge, and Bethlehem Richland Center. Part of the goal of studying the Gospels is to wrestle with the text. What would be going through your mind if you were watching the events in the text unfold? What would you be struggling with, amazed by, rejoicing in? What would you be trying to wrap your mind around? What about Jesus' words and actions would be standing out to you? Today, we put ourselves in the narrative in the portion of Scripture that we have been studying this week. But before we examine that text, let us first begin with prayer. Heavenly Father, sanctify us through your truth. Your word is truth. Amen. I want you to put yourself into the shoes of Jesus as he walks into the synagogue in Nazareth. This was no stranger's synagogue. This is where Jesus grew up. These were the people that he knew and built relationships with over the years as a boy. How many times did he go to this synagogue? And as I get a, a little older, as I watch my, my friends no longer be individuals themselves, but to be spouses, to be parents, to now watch their children be at the age that we were when we became friends. It's a wonderful feeling. It's a, it's a warm-hearted feeling. Imagine that for Jesus. The people that he is seeing now as he is walking into the synagogue are people that he has seen grow up, uh, become spouses, become parents. We saw what the culture was like at this time when it comes to a, a wedding. How many of their weddings did Jesus attend growing up? How many of those faces that he looked out and saw from that synagogue were extremely familiar to him? I want you to imagine that setting. I want you to imagine those faces as on this particular Sabbath, Jesus walks up to the front of the synagogue. They hand him the scroll of Isaiah and unrolling it, it goes to the portion of a significant messianic prophecy. And as Jesus reads that portion of the text that we have studied this week, as he reads that that text and then placing it down with all eyes fastened on him, he begins by saying, Today the scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Jesus reveals himself to be that son of God, the one who would come to do all these things for God's people. The 700 years of waiting for Isaiah's prophecy to be fulfilled, for that to now come, as Jesus joyously looks out at these familiar faces and is telling them, the one you've been waiting for, the one God said to put your hope in, 
the one who would bring deliverance and freedom and God's love. He's here, standing in front of you. We picture this and can see a a joyous occasion afterwards, can't we? The, The smiles on people's faces saying, look at how God's will has been fulfilled. Look at what has been revealed to us. And breaking out into song. But that's not the scene, is it? As Jesus looks out at those faces, he sees faces of unbelief, faces of rejection. Sure, they, they see Jesus' face and say, hey, there's, there's Mary and Joseph's son. But the Son of God? And as Jesus brings them words of judgment, showing them Israel's past stubbornness and hard-heartedness that they themselves are exhibiting. Think of how much it broke Jesus' heart when the same people that he grew up with attended weddings with, attended funerals with, that he shared life with throughout the years. What would be going through your mind as those very people drive you out of the synagogue, take you to a cliff, and are ready to hurl you over the edge, leading you to your death? What would be going through your mind if you were Jesus? Sadly, the things that they wanted to see, they demanded proof with a miracle. The truth is, they didn't even see it happen. As this crowd tries to push Jesus over a cliff, Scripture records that he just walked right by them and went on his way. To walk right through a crowd that is trying to push you over the edge, Jesus performs a miracle, but the crowd doesn't even see it. In the same way, they didn't even see Jesus for who he revealed himself to be. Here's the remarkable thing. As you would place yourselves into Jesus' shoes as you think about what would be going through your mind if you suffered that type of rejection from people that you knew so well. A homecoming gone wrong. The heartache that was here, the unbelief that was here, it would be easy for Jesus to shake off the, sh- the, the dust off his sandals and walk away and say they deserve everything they have coming next. But that's not what Jesus does, is it? Jesus takes those sandals and directs them in front of the path that led to a cross where he would die for those who rejected him as he would die for for those who wanted to kill him, as he would die through the hands of those who did kill him. 
as we are reminded that it's not just them, but all of our sins too pushed Jesus to a cliff, put Jesus on a cross, and crucified him. For Jesus to still look out at those stubborn, hard-hearted faces and still love them. Jesus knew what the reaction was going to be. He's God. But still to have that look of love, of forgiveness, in the face of complete and utter rejection and unbelief and sin. Marvel at the patient love of Jesus. And marvel that God's word works even in times when we don't think it does anything. Because we know from history that some of those in Nazareth, some from Jesus' hometown, some from Jesus' own family, would later come to faith. His brother James would later come to faith and be a leader of the church in Jerusalem. We have scripture recording that for us in the, later in the New Testament. Even when times look the bleakest, God's word shines the strongest. Let this be your reminder. As, as we look at, at this portion of Scripture, this, this heartache, this, this complete and other re- rejection, this blight on Jesus' ministry, but let it see and let it shine the most brightest, the love of Jesus. That for stubborn, hard-hearted sinners like them, for stubborn, hard-hearted sinners like you and me, Jesus was willing to suffer and die for. That's the love he has for you. That's the patient, forgiving, gracious love that brought him to a cross so he could look at you and tell you it is finished. May we find our joy and peace in this forgiving love of our Savior. This wraps up today's podcast. We invite you to join in next time and take the opportunity to share our podcast with someone in your life who could use some peace in the pastures. You can find our podcast on all major podcasting platforms. If you have any questions, feel free to contact us at Christ Countryside Wells, W-E-L-S, at yahoo.com. Our podcast is brought to you by Christ Countryside Ministries, the regional ministry of St. John's Hill Point, Trinity Lime Ridge, and Bethlehem Richland Center. Music used with permission from Koine, part of their soundtrack to Oh That the Lord Would Guide My Ways. You can find their music on iTunes and many other online musical stores. Scripture used in this podcast is from the Evangelical Heritage Version, used with permission from the Wartburg Project. This is Pastor Daniel Lewig wishing you God's richest blessings on your day.